Hey, I'm Kara Mantella, and I play Pool Mom number two, also known as Liz, on Stranger Things season three. And you're listening to the Upside Down Podcast. Welcome to the Upside Down Podcast. This is Ash, and I'm here with... Kara Mantella. Kara is my friend, guys. And you will know when I saw the Stranger Things Season 3 pool trailer with the pool moms, and I saw Kara Mantella lean up with her beautiful, dark, bold lipstick and that black, curly hair and that purple swimsuit, I legitimately freaked out. So, Kara, when you saw yourself on that trailer, <laughs> were you as surprised that you were... Like, I know that you shot it and you knew it was going to happen, but did you have any idea that it was going to be used as a, as a main release for the show? No. I mean, we were all excited about the scene. It seemed like everybody was really happy with it on the days that we shot. And yeah, actually, Caroline texted Lauren and I, who Lauren was pool mom number three, and we all have a little text thing going. And so she texted us the link to the trailer the morning <laughs> it came out. And I was just like, so excited. One, because it was like amazing to see it and it looked so cool. And two, because we'd been, you know, keeping it a secret for so long. <laughs> it was so fun to be able to share it with friends and family and stuff. For a second, I was like, now people that don't know you, you have long, beautiful, luxurious hair. And in the trailer, your hair is very short and curly. And you have on like a dark lipstick, but generally you're very like natural and your bathing suit is like purple and teal. And we are also fair skinned ladies. I was curious, how was it shooting that scene for you? Because you're outside in the Georgia sun. And even though you're under an umbrella, were they applying sunblock to you 24 seven? How was that? Yeah, they were, they were great. Everybody was taking care of us. That was like the first thing my mom asked too. She's like, were you wearing sunscreen? (laughs) Of course I was. (laughs) I know that Carolyn said that during the scene, you guys had to reshoot because it started raining. Yes. And I wanted to ask her more about it, but I'm going to ask you because you're here and you know the details. So when it started raining and you guys had to go into the little pool shed, what was that like for you being with Dacre and whoever was there? Yeah. I mean, the pool moms, we kind of kept to ourselves a little bit in the corner there because, you know, people were talking business and working on, you know, what was coming next. And so we kind of just hung. But it was it was great to be in this really 80s looking little locker room and yeah it was just such a a funny little experience because we were just kind of stuck in there for a while but I will say something kind of crazy happened that distracted me while we were waiting in there because (laughs) this is like behind the scenes behind the scenes of my life (laughs) I actually got a text from my roommate at the time that our house had got broken into and so I think I remember that yeah so there I was like on set like waiting we weren't sure if it was going to stop raining if we were going to shoot anything else or if they were going to release us that day and you know luckily I wasn't on set or anything (laughs) so the other girls were helping me stay calm because I was like (laughs) I can't let anyone know you know I can't freak out about this and did Dacre come over and go hello are you I see you're in trouble are you gonna be okay do you need some assistance and you're like I'm so worried I I need comforting (laughs) that did not happen but (laughs) no but just the girls knew honestly and so they were just helping me out but yeah no we um it was just a surreal little experience I mean the whole thing was surreal and wonderful and that was just a little like okay now we're in this 80s locker room so I feel like we're jumping ahead and that is because of me but I do want to get back to some of the original questions which is you know you're an actress in Atlanta and anyone who lives locally has seen you in a million theater productions so I was curious when did you start acting and then a two-parter when did you decide that you wanted to transfer and go into film and television so I started acting when I was a kid when I was 10 years old that's when I did my first play Uh, what was the play it was uh, Alice in Wonderland that's a good one and I was a flower 
and a card, and I, I had no lines, and I basically, my mom tells me, looked at the floor the whole time. So that was my first introduction. I was super shy. I was a super shy kid and very introverted, so I think my parents were surprised that that was something I wanted to get into, but kind of the more I did it, there was something about it that I just fell in love with, and then I started taking classes and did more shows and did a ton of community theater and musical theater through high school, and then I realized no one was going to pay me to sing, so I stopped singing um, <laughs> and continued to do straight plays professionally, and I got my um, degree in theater from University of Illinois, Champaign-Urbana, and then I moved out to L.A. for a few years right after that. And honestly, L.A. for me was a great experience, but I... I didn't really get a foot in the door there. You know, it's a hard place to live, especially in the business. And it's a place I always say I love visiting, but it was a hard place to live, I think, especially when you're first starting out in the business mm. and you're coming out there with a theater degree and no film and TV training like I did. <laughs> so after a couple of years, I decided to move to Atlanta, mainly because my family had moved to this area and I just wanted to be closer to family. And it actually turned out to be the best decision of my career because I was able to get into that theater community like you mm -hmm. said from the start and got an agent when I first moved out here and so I started auditioning for little things first like local commercials and industrials and different training videos and things and you know and doing a lot of professional theater at the time and then I guess about 2010 was I think when I f booked my first like TV gig which was um, an ABC family movie called Christmas Cupid that still <laughs> airs every year so keep your eye out for it I played Christina Milian's assistant and it was kind of like a contemporary version of Christmas Carol where she was the, the Scrooge character and I was uh, her assistant. So yeah, that was my first uh, gig here in Atlanta, but I had been auditioning for a while and getting close to things and finally like the right role at the right time with the right people landed and I was able to book something. And since then it's been, it's been great. It's been on and off, of course, you know, it's never super consistent in this business, but I've been lucky to be able to work and uh, have a lot of great experiences. Yeah, so one of the things you said was that when you were a kid, you started acting and you started taking classes. Now, a lot of our listeners really want to be actors. They want to perform, but they're not really sure. They don't live in a city like Atlanta or New York or Chicago where there's big theater scenes. And so when you started doing those things in school, were you going to a performing arts school or were you just at a public school and you had your parents take you to local community theaters and local classes? Like, what advice would you give to someone who's trying to break into the industry just because they like to perform? Yeah, I did a little bit of everything, I'd say. I, when I was a kid, I was in New Jersey when I first started, and so I, I went to this place called Performers Theater Workshop, where they had a bunch of, you know, teachers doing different classes and camps and things like that. And I think even if you're not in a big city, I think that you can find classes or camps or some type of community theater, you know, and if you can't even find that, then do stuff with your friends, you know, put on put on your own show in the backyard for your neighbors or make a short film with your friends, but... um. Yeah, I mean, I definitely did a ton of community theater. My mom would drive me back and forth to the surrounding towns for auditions. And, you know, I was like, I did Annie a few times and <laughs> Music Man a few times and Oliver a few times, all those, all those. And then as I got a little older, I started doing, you know, theater in high school. And, you know, really when I got into college, doing more um, straight plays, dramas and comedies, but non-musicals. Because when I was doing community theater, a lot of the opportunities available to me at that time were musicals. And so I could carry a tune a little bit. Um, I could act That's my way mean. through a song. Right. <laughs> like, I, hopefully people didn't have a terrible headache after listening to me. But, um, you know, I could act my way through the song. And so I was able to do that. But 
at a certain point, I was like, I'm not really a singer by any means. <laughs> I think that if you have a passion for something that you should just go after it because you'll find other people that have that same passion and you guys will gravitate towards each other. And I think one thing I would also suggest is, you know, move to a big city. You may or may not know this if you're a big fan of the podcast, but a lot of the folks that we interview that have been on Stranger Things, they all know each other. Kara knows Carolyn, who played, you know, Winnie Klein. She knows Cynthia Barrett, who played Mrs. Holland. She knows Randy Havens, who played Mr. Clark. And, you know, that's the idea. And I think Atlanta is a perfect place because we've said it once and we'll say it again. I mean, the people here are so supportive of each other. It is it is competitive, but it's it's not really with one another. It's more about helping each other get the roles and supporting one another. So, you know, I think that that's what you're saying is great. And I love it. And I was so stoked to see you on Stranger <laughs> Things. It's like I've seen you on other shows, but for some reason when I saw you on Stranger Things, it was like, oh, Lord, yes. Yeah. I was so excited for you. It was exciting. And yeah, like you said, this whole community in Atlanta Atlanta is amazing like the people here are so supportive of each other and it's like I can go audition with my best friends against my best friends maybe for the same role but like we're rooting for each other and um, I think everybody kind of has this teamwork feel in Atlanta where you know a win for one person is a win for all of us so I think we all just try to do the best work we can and cheer each other on because you know it doesn't help anything to be negative or root against someone it's like if you are positive and you work hard and you are committed to this you you know, eventually you'll get to the place you want to be. But it's like working together as a team and cheering each other on and rooting for each other and watching each other's work and supporting each other is is a great thing. So one question that we always get for anyone that we interview is, how did you get cast for Stranger Things? Was it something that you had auditioned for in the past and you were trying to get? Or was it just, you know, serendipitous? Something came up and you were like, I could be a pool mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. So I actually auditioned several times for the show. The first time being before it was called Stranger Things, when it was just untitled Duffer Brothers Project. Mm. And actually it was so early on that, um, you know, before they had started even the initial filming, the first time I read was I, I did a self-tape and sent it in, and then I actually had a callback that the Duffer Brothers were in the room, as well as L.A. casting director Carmen Cuba and Feldstein Paris, Chase and Tara, who are the Atlanta casting directors. And so that was my first experience auditioning for the show. And Can you say what you auditioned for? I don't know. <laughs> okay, we'll keep it top secret, guys. I'm going to know. I'm going to find out. <laughs> it's a secret. Yeah, but so that was my first experience, and I had a great time in the room. Um, you know, it was a very positive audition, and I left feeling good about it. I didn't end up booking, which, you know, happens a lot for actors. I mean, sometimes you go in and feel great, and there's a million reasons why you might not book the job. And so we all kind of know that's, that's how it goes, and you just do the best you can in the room. But the good thing is that sometimes you make an impression that maybe will be remember later on. So after that, I definitely taped for a couple roles in the first season, and then I taped for a couple roles in the second season. And then I taped for this role, the role that I ended up booking, which was slightly different in the script. Of course, they don't give you the actual script, and they're very secretive about, you know, what's going to happen in the season. So uh, when we got it, uh, the audition, I was like, oh, this is fun. This is a fun (laughs) scene. Um, Auditioned, tape it. You know, you never know, because you're not always... Especially with technology now, the way auditions go, you're not always in the room with the people. Uh, Oftentimes you're just taping an audition and submitting it through your agent, um, through the casting director, and um, then it goes on to director and production and um, 
writers and whoever else needs to see it to approve um, who gets cast in TV. There's definitely a lot of people that need to look at those things to get the cast together. And yeah, so I found out I was in kind of in the running for it. And then I got the official booking. I can't remember exactly now because it feels so long ago, but maybe like a week or so before we filmed, got the official booking. And yeah, didn't find out that I was working with my friends Caroline and Lauren until maybe when we had our fittings or very close to that, like maybe the day before we shot, which was really exciting. (laughs) Uh, You know, sometimes you go on set and you don't know anybody and it's great, like especially on the Stranger Things set, everyone's super welcoming and super kind and super fun. But it's great to have friends that you already knew because sometimes you can feel, well, I can feel like the awkward new kid at school, you know, because I revert back to my junior high days and (laughs) I get very nervous at lunchtime because I don't know who I'm going to sit with. So... Yeah, it's great to know you have friends going in and, and we're already excited about the scene and the day. And so it's it's nice to have those uh, friendships already on set. I think it's really cool that you got to be one of Karen Wheeler's friends. And I'm hoping that there is a huge scene with her in season four. Fans of the show will know I am dying to be at a Tupperware party with Mrs. Wheeler. I don't want to talk. I just want to be in the back. <laughs> but I think that there will probably be more possibility for that for you to appear in season four. I'm curious, though, were you bummed that you didn't get to be in a jazzercise outfit (laughs) I mean we were so excited for Caroline to get to do that role she's fantastic she was wonderful and perfect and her look that they put together hair and makeup and wardrobe was amazing and um she just killed that role so we were super happy for her that she got to be in that scene and be the mayor's wife and um yeah, but, you know, I'm I'm with you. I mean, Tupperware party sounds good to me. So Carolyn was saying that when she was working with Amy Paris, that one of the bathing suits that she picked out for her was the one that she initially felt the most comfortable in. And I think it's the one she actually ended up wearing, the yellow and kind of black patterned one. Mm-hmm. What was your experience with that? Did you try on different bathing suits? Or when you tried on that purple and teal one, were you like, this is it. I found it. <laughs> You're like a very, you look very like gothic. You're like a very gothic, like glamorous pool mom. Oh, I loved my whole look. They did such an amazing job. I looked in the mirror every day and I was like, (laughs) wow. (laughs) Like you get, I mean, you get there on set and you know, you're not wearing any makeup and your hair is normal and you know, and then you get out of hair and makeup and (laughs) you get in your wardrobe and you're like, who am I? It's great. Um, Did it make you really, you were like, I'm Liz. It made you really embody. You were like, where is Billy? Exactly. But yeah, no, I did get a few options. So when we got called in for our fittings and, you know, individual fittings, I was a little nervous because, you know, you find out you're going to wear a bathing suit on TV and on one of your favorite shows. And you're like, okay, let's see what, (laughs) let's see what they got for me. And if you, you know, if you're a lady, you know that bathing suits are hard to fit. Like when you try them on, you know, it it takes a while to find the right one. Right. But they did such an amazing job. I think they had four or five bathing suits for me to try on, but they all fit and they were all great. And, um, so that was great and exciting and like, breathing a sigh of relief like oh okay cool these are these are fun these are perfect these fit me right and so it's like I mean that's a testament to them to like be able to fit vintage bathing suits, mm. like have them ready, perfect, like five of them all fit me. But they did ask my input too and like which ones were my favorite because they take pictures of all of them yeah. and then they'll send them off to the directors. And Do you have your picture? 
No, oh. I don't. <laughs> I'm going to ask Amy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I was excited when I got in those bathing suits and uh, I couldn't wait to find out which one they actually picked because, you know, you never know which one it'll be. But I was excited because all of them fit and all of them were really fun and fun colors. And so um, it was great to have the one with the purple and then the coordinating necklace. And then, and then that sweet wicker hat. <laughs> <laughs> and your dark, mysterious glasses. Yeah. How do they pick that lipstick color? Like, it's just such an interesting choice because it's so dark and bold. Yeah. But, like, it totally fit. It totally worked. Yeah. Um. I know, like, I think my eyes maybe were a little purplish because we were complimenting the purple. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, that was just the, the lipstick they went with. And it all just... I mean, we were trying to impress, we were dressed to impress at the pool, you know? (laughs) I'm also curious about your hair because you have really long hair. And I know when I did my short stint for the day, my hair was really long as well and they were going to cut it, but they ran out of time because they were shooting with kids and they were like, we just need you on set. And so I ended up getting this massive, tight, long French braid. But your hair is really long and your role is more significant than me. But I'm curious, what did they do to like, because they really got your hair tight and curly. Was it just tucked up in the hat? How did that work and how did that look come about? Yeah, so they have, of those um what are they those long like twisty rollers oh i know what you're talking you the, i don't know what they're called guys you can we, see it we're, you can't we're making see us, but they're we're long making... and then they twist your hair around them <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're making hand gestures it's gonna all make sense you'll know you'll know <laughs> i'll post a picture in our story these are the rollers yeah so they had a bunch of those and so they'd roll up my whole head of hair they'd roll it up <laughs> And then, um, yeah, it was just kind of worked some magic once it came out. Because those make those really tight curls. So yeah. it almost looks like you had a perm or something. So my And my hair holds curl pretty well. Mm-hmm. So once they took them out of there, then they would work their magic, you know, with the visor and getting the right shape and tucking some of it up a little bit to get the right length. How long did it take from the time that you arrived on set to when you started filming to actually get into Liz, to look like Liz? That is a good question. I don't remember exact details of our call time. Um, You know, I know because we were shooting an outdoor scene in the sunshine um, that they, you know, you're always going to have an early morning call for that because they want, you know, they don't want to waste daylight time while people are getting ready. So, um, you know, it might have been like 6 a.m. or something like that. Mm. I can't remember exactly. Um, But, yeah, we get there and usually we'd kind of alternate who was in hair and makeup and you know they might uh roll my hair and then move me over to makeup so mm-hmm. I could have makeup and then take the hair out of the rollers and then finish the look and then go put the bathing suit on I'm super curious do they do body makeup when you're wearing a bathing suit is that something that you ask for is that something that they do just because even if you have beautiful fluorescent skin like they would need to I don't know. It seems like the camera would pick something up differently. For my character, they didn't really do any extra body makeup, except for I had a few bruises on my legs that I was like, hey, do we need to cover these up a little bit? Because I bruise really easily. And I'm like, look at these. Yeah, no, they they covered up some bruises on my legs and things like that. But we didn't do um, a full body, any type of full body makeup for my character. Just little pieces here and there. I'm not sure what everyone else, if they had... um, any more full body makeup or not. Now, Carolyn was saying that they give you different props that you can use and that for her, that CoverGirl makeup case was just something that she saw and she found and she was like, this is me. Was there anything that Liz found that you thought would propel your character or were you just like, just happy to be here, guys? Yeah, um, I loved the vintage magazines. I can't remember what I was looking at, but I was definitely reading it. I think it was a Cosmo 
I might be wrong, though. But it was definitely that year, that actual magazine. You know, they find the actual vintage magazines. Mm. So, you know, that was kind of funny getting, you know, because in between takes and stuff like that, I'd like let the other girls know what I read. (laughs) Very dated articles, of course. I think that that would be more fascinating because it'd be like, wow, what were these ladies up to in the 80s? Well, that's yeah, that way. That's why it was so great. That's why it was so funny because it was like, oh, it's telling you how to date in the 80s. And it was, you know, quite different. Now, I know that when you're shooting, they'll touch up your makeup just depending on, like, how hot it is outside or if you look oily or how long it's been between takes. I'm curious, you know, it was pretty warm out there. Georgia heat is nothing to mess around with. That is why they call us Hotlanta. Were they doing anything particularly to keep you guys cool? Were there fans on you? Did you guys ever take a quick dip into the pool without messing up your makeup or your hair? No, I don't think any of us got in the pool (gasps) as far as the moms. (laughs) But they definitely would give us umbrellas between takes so we could kind of shade ourselves from the Mm. sun. So someone would give us an umbrella. They'd reapply sunscreen if we needed it. You know, give us waters, things like that. And then if there was ever a long break in between scenes, of course, we could go back to our cast chairs, which were set up under a tent. So, you know, and there was a little air (gasps) You have a cast chair? That's so cool. (laughs) Well, it doesn't have my name on it. It just says cast. That's pretty... (laughs) I don't have a cast chair. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I don't own it. I didn't keep it. It's there. (laughs) We share it. We all share it. But yeah, you have a little waiting area that you can go to um, only if there's going to be a long time between setups, things like that. If it's just a short time, you know, between takes, of course, we just hang out there and they'll give us that umbrella so we could shade ourselves a little bit from the sun. And of course, the weather was very different when we started shooting, you know, and then Caroline had mentioned that we ended up after the rain um, came that day and we still had a scene to finish. It was way later. Um, Like in October, she said. Yeah, it was it was like early fall that we ended up shooting the second the rest of whatever we hadn't finished. Yeah, so the weather was very different, but of course they did an amazing job matching up our looks and, you know, all of that. You never know watching it that it was shot in completely different times of year. Who were you most excited to work with? I know as an actor, like we've discussed with other actors, you know, you're there to do a job and you're not really, oh my gosh, I'm here with this person because you are that person. You're with them and you're interacting with them and you're just there to do your job. But, you know, as a person, a human on this earth, there are probably people that you admire and I'm sure Kara was one of them, but was there anyone you were particularly excited to work with? I mean, honestly, I was excited to just work on the scene in general and just come and hang out, you know, meet the Duffer brothers, uh, meet Kara, you know, enjoy time, you know, working with Atlanta actors who are in the same scene to meet Dacre. Everyone was super kind and welcoming and um, lovely. And, you know, it was just a great all around experience. So, you know, overall it was, it was just wonderful to be there and meet everybody. I kept getting mixed up because of course they'd give a direction to Kara and I'd be like, wait, (laughs) what? Uh, Oh, not me. Not me. Okay. Now, like I was just saying, you know, you are an actress and so you're there to do a job. You've actually been on a ton of shows and I want to congratulate you right now because you were picked as TV lines performances of the week for your role as Jackie on Lodge 49, which guys I just started binging and it is so good. And I think I like it even more because I'm like, I've been to that location in Atlanta and I know that person. That's a thrill like too, being in the Atlanta communities when you're watching a show, you just see everyone that you know and it's just so much fun. So what was it like for you like to get that recognition, something that you weren't even expecting but is so profound and like very important for your career? Yeah, I I was thrilled and surprised and just that whole experience, you know, Lodge 49, I couldn't say enough good things about 
that set, about the people, about the creator. Like the locations are beautiful and you look so glamorous. Like they just put you in the most beautiful, like there's one scene where you're talking to your son and you're in like this gold draped thing. And I'm like, let me care. I'm looking all glamorous on TV. (laughs) I'm here in my living room in my pajamas watching her. (laughs) It's so great. What was it like to be in that wardrobe? I mean, for Stranger Things, you were in the pool and then for Lodge 49, you were in just like these glamorous outfits. And for your most recent role, the one that got you the acclaim, especially you were in this 19 kind of 60s wear. What was that like? Um, I love period costumes and I love doing period pieces. So when I got Stranger Things, you know, I was able to uh, check off my 80s box. But I've done, I've been able to do stuff on camera in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s now. So now I need something earlier. But um, I love period pieces. I love period costumes, the hairstyles. It's just so much fun to really fully step into another time period and so Lodge 49 I was in love with my looks I was in love with my costume fitting Carol Cutshaw the costume designer is just amazing and we had so much fun trying on all the different looks and um the big episode the one that the article uh, that I was mentioned in the article about was just such a gorgeous script and um really got to tell my character's story and I was just blown away when I received that script because a lot of times as actors you know we work really hard and we audition and we get different experiences and you know we're we're trying to work and we're trying to um, do the best we can and make good impressions but really you know we're there to do the work with the scene partners and we're there to um, we're there to act and so to get such a gorgeous script and uh, a really large really beautiful opportunity. Um, I was blown away by it and I'm so thankful to everyone on that that set for giving me that opportunity. Yeah, I just, I was in love with that role and the episode and, and I am a big fan of the show in general. So, you know, between Stranger Things and Lodge 49, um, some of my favorite TV shows to watch. And so it's really great when you can also be a fan and just enjoy watching the work come together and see the brilliant performances and the writing and the costume design and the, you know, the cinematography and just all of it come together. I like that you said you're checking off your list and you're like, I've done 80s, I've done 60s. You didn't include you dumb vampires. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> well, my vampire was in the 70s. Oh, true, true. I always get the title of that show. Uh, what's the name of that show? Bobcat Show? Yeah, so um, it was called Bobcat Goldthwaite's Misfits and Monsters. And um, Bobcat Goldthwaite created it and he wrote and directed it. And it's an anthology series where every episode um, has a different cast and a different story and kind of a different um, genre or vibe to it. And so, yes, I did one episode that was in the 70s where I was playing a a vampire lady. And uh, then I was able to do another episode of that as well where I played a completely different character. Um, So that was really fun to get to play two different characters on the same TV show um, and work with Bobcat Goldthwait and some really amazing actors and really amazing team on that show. And I've been lucky. Like, I just, when I'm we're talking about these here, I'm just realizing, like, I mean, I always always realize it. I realize it a lot. But when you say it out loud, you know, it's like, oh, that experience was so great. And so many kind people. And that one was so great. And so many kind people. And I just love when you get to work in a warm environment where people are supportive and happy to have you there. And everybody's working together because they're really passionate about the project. And it's a great feeling. 
Yeah, I know that on social media a lot, you know, kids or just people will always ask Randy or Kat, they'll say, you know, how do I get on Stranger Things? And their response is always, you know, you don't act because you want to be on one show because that show is great, but it doesn't mean it's going to be around forever. And we didn't just get this show overnight. We've been doing it for years. We've been doing small parts here and small parts there. And I think what's so exciting for me, just as a fan and a person who knows you as a lovely human, is that, you know, seeing Carolyn on the show or that I've seen in productions or seeing you, like, for example, you know, you you take a role on Lodge 49, which is an AMC show. It's a fantastic show. You think it's a small part. And then and all of a sudden you get this script for a full episode dedicated to you and it's just it's so amazing like when I saw you on Stranger Things I literally freaked out and when I saw you posting pictures on Lodge 49 I was like oh my god I was just so excited for you and I just think that this is really amazing I think you're a great person and I can't believe you're on my podcast I'm oh, so excited I'm on your podcast. the minute you were on it after I was done screaming I was like note to sell Kara should be on the podcast <laughs> so um one thing that we like to do before we end every interview is we like to see you know Kara as a, as a human what kind of things are you interested in like are there any tv shows right now that you're binging or music that you're listening to or just films that you love uh in case people are like I want to connect with Kara I want to know what Liz likes yeah um um, let's see. Well, aside from the ones we already mentioned, because I love Lodge 49 and I'm excited. Let's see. We're in. And you can watch all of season one right now on Hulu because yes. I'm binging it and I know yes. that you can. Season one, you can binge on Hulu. And if you have AMC or you have On Demand or you can get it on Amazon Prime, you can watch season two. Um, there's three episodes left at this point, I think. And I am just excited to see what happens the rest of the season <laughs> i i love you're the like show. i know those people yes i love the show and um i didn't realize the lead guy was kurt russell's son mm-hmm, yeah. i was like that guy looks like kurt russell and then finally one day i was watching the opening credits and it was like oh it is he has the same last name yes yeah That's everybody is pretty cool yeah they're great on that show i, I love everyone but yeah i love that show and i'm excited to see what happens but ones that i'm not you know any relation to um <laughs> gosh I loved Fleabag so much I just finished it it was so, it good. Was so good I laughed Brett Gelman Stranger Things Connection guys yes that's true um yeah just such such great writing such great acting when a show can make me laugh and cry you know that's just yeah that's a great show it's phenomenal like it took me a minute to get into it because I it's hard for me to watch shows where I feel kind of like sad for someone I'm like mm-hmm. this makes me sad but then it's just it's really brilliantly done and you know guys if you watch the Emmys then you know that, yes. that critics agree well deserved yeah it's a great um, show that's yeah. on Amazon Prime I think it's on Amazon Prime yeah I'm excited that uh, This Is Us is back that's one of my favorites I haven't seen so it I watched that oh it's so good I haven't seen it but you I want cry to a lot. you will cry a lot I'm a crier so <laughs> I like to have my crying shows so This Is Us is uh, is that for me currently and then of course I um, am watching The Resident which has a lot of Atlanta actors on it so I keep up on that I love watching my friends on that it's got Kat it's got mm-hmm. Carolyn and it's got your best friend Jessica yeah Jessica Myers who has a beautiful voice like a like an angel <laughs> she <laughs> does <laughs> she does um, yeah what about music what kind of tunes do you like uh, let's see Let's see. Lately, I've been listening to a lot of Brandy Carlisle and um, Lake Street Dive, and oh, I keep talking about Lodge Forty Nine. But gosh, the um, the music supervisor on that show is wonderful, and the music is great, and they've got a lot of Spotify playlists and things like that. So it's a lot of music I hadn't heard before. So I really love being introduced to some new stuff. Um, 
but yeah, I'll do that. I like like seventies folk kind of stuff too. I'll put on, you know, my Alexa. I feel like if there was a movie about the Carpenters, folk. you should definitely be somewhere in that film. Hey, thanks, um, <laughs> guys. What did Caroline say? Just throw it out into the universe. We'll just yeah. keep putting it out there. Yeah. Do you have any fun stories from the set that you want to share with the strangers out there? Well, this was fun. I mean, when when the gals were hanging at the pool, Caroline and Lauren and I, we would kind of pick out our kids in the pool even though we didn't we didn't have real kids assigned to us of course but we would be like oh that's my kid that looks like me okay I have you know we would decide how many kids we had and um you know I didn't know what I did what Liz pool mom did as a living so you know we kind of made that we kind of made our backstory up together which was fun while we were sitting there and I feel like your backstory should be that you are a relative to the Wheelers because if you don't look like you're related to Finn Wolfhard, I don't know who does. <laughs> Ashley said We're it. We're throwing it, it out true. there. We're throwing it out there. <laughs> well, you're amazing, and I do hope to see you on season four. I want to know, for people out there that want to follow you, they want to track what you're doing, uh, where can they follow you on social media? Yeah, I'm um, on Instagram, and I'm on Twitter, and if you look up my name on both those you should be able to find me. It's C-A-R-A-M-A-N-T-E-L-L-A. And, you know, however those things go on Instagram and Twitter. I'm not, you know, technology. But just look up <laughs> my name and you'll find me. Technology. We'll link to her. So, Kara, thank you so much for being on the show. I was super excited to see you. And I'll be super excited to see you on everything else that you're in. Everyone, I hope that you go follow her on social media. So, thanks for being on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Stay strange. Thanks for listening to the Upside Down Podcast hosted by Sisters Ash and Tori. For more information, visit our website at theupsidedownpod.com. You can also contact us at theupsidedownpod at gmail.com as well as follow us on our Facebook and Instagram under the Upside Down Podcast. Episodes are released every other Monday, so be sure to subscribe. If you love the podcast, be sure to review us on whatever you listen to us on. Thanks again. Stay strange. So, hey, guys, it's after the interview, and Kara just told me something really cool. What did you say? I was telling Ashley that this is my first podcast ever. (laughs) And it's the best one ever. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.